is Fair Catch Kick, the 15-minute fantasy football podcast. I'm Paul Stoltz, former professional kicker who spent way too much time in the offensive film room. And I'm Anthony LaFreary, an award-winning sports reporter who's going to need a separate tax form for all the money I win using Paul's DFS <laughs> of the week each week. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's been wild. I mean, I gave two lineups this week, I think, right? And uh, two variants on Lamar. Uh, one would, would have won in a tournament. Well, not would have. One did win in a tournament. And I think the other one, did you, did you throw that in a 50-50? What'd you do? Yeah. yeah, I threw my last five in DraftKings in there in my account. And now I got money to play with next week. Doubled that up, baby. I got poorly ATMs <laughs> on my side, baby. You're like an ATM machine. Appreciate it, man. Just happy to help everybody with, with some recommendations every Sunday. So uh, let's move from DFS for a second. Uh, we have been with you all season. We are here now to help you hopefully win a championship. If you've been knocked from the playoffs, we still appreciate you listening. We'll still give you information for daily fantasy or maybe you're in a, a consolation matchup. Uh, but we're basically going to go through uh, several different waiver wire players and we're, we'll go whether or not we're going to pick them up whether or not we're considering starting them. And then we'll go through some other players that we're getting a lot of questions about. So before we begin, uh, at FCK Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, whether you're watching on YouTube or on Apple or listening on Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button for us. As we get into the offseason and as we put out daily fantasy videos, uh, you will get notified of that. So given that it's championship week in most fantasy football leagues, things get a little different. There's a little more gamesmanship involved. So, for example, if you see that your opponent is missing a tight end this week or their tight end is banged up, you should go on the waiver wire and grab who you think the best tight end available is and just stash them. There are also going to be cases, again, I bring up C.J. Anderson like I did on the last podcast, where a running back gets hurt, like Todd Gurley got hurt in 2018, and C.J. Anderson is an automatic starter. And he went on to win many people fantasy championships. So our goal with this episode is to cover as much ground as possible on the waiver wire and help you guys to make the right decisions, not just with who to pick up, but who then are we actually going to start. And in the process, Anthony and I will reveal our top five waiver wire picks as they come across. But besides that, we're going to go rapid fire. Ready to go, Ant? Oh, absolutely. All right. So I'm going to start you out with a bit of a softball. I give you credit, first of all. This is a guy that you've said is a sort of an Alvin Kamara-type player out of Memphis. I didn't quite believe you, but uh, Tony Pollard, what are you doing with him this week? Well, number one, I am picking him up. Um, I actually have him number two on my list. Okay. So. I, I, as a long-suffering Cowboy fan, it's my business to know about the Cowboys. And Zeke is really, really messed up right now. Um, he couldn't run at all at practice on Thursday and Friday. And um, he tried to go before the game, and he just couldn't do it. He could not move. I think discretion is going to be the better part of valor with the Cowboys. I would be surprised if Zeke played this week even though I think they're going to make signals to the com contrary. I'm picking him up, uh, Pollard. 
if Zeke is out, he is a must start. He is a solid running back, too, with RB1 potential. If he can hit that long run that I prophesized in the Instagram yesterday. But if he didn't, like I said, if they fall behind, he's a pretty sure thing for four to six catches, 40 to 60 yards. So he's got an eight to 12 point floor. So it's worth it. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think he's a start. Uh, Eagles run D is much better than their pass D, but uh, I I agree with you. His floor is really good because he's going to catch four balls. Uh, How about Emmanuel Sanders with Michael Thomas on IR? What are you doing with him? Are you picking him up? And if so, are you starting him? I am picking him up for sure. Um, And I think I'm starting him because unless I've got like an insane – core of receivers I think he's going to be 70% to 75% of Michael Thomas breezes back Sanders is a great route runner he's going to do what Michael Thomas does and breeze has to throw the ball to somebody Paul yeah I I think your take is exactly right don't be fooled by the first half Emmanuel Sanders was much better than the second half as breeze got more acclimated yeah. Here, here's one for you, Paul, and this is a pretty big deal, and, and I'm sorry to have to give you this one, but with the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire-Stoltz situation the way it is, what's your game plan with Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, look, I, I think if he's available, I, he's over 50% owned, but if he's available in your league, you got to pick him up, even if it's to block your opponent from picking him up. Uh, he's such a perfect fit for that offense. I, I do worry about uh, Daryl Williams taking a, a few more snaps than we're comfortable with, which he does on third down anyway. But I'm look I'm considering him as an RB two uh, flex. Uh, I think he I think you can start him this week if you're in a pinch. I think uh, again, unless you have really outstanding options, I think you have to start him. If you have Clyde Edwards-Helaire and you pick him up, you have to start him. Um, if you're an Ezekiel Elliott owner and you can't get Tony Pollard and you get him, you have to start him. He's just a guy. He's got the pedigree. That offense is going to work. Andy Reid is creative. That's going to work out. So as you were doing that and everything you said there sounded good, (laughs) but I was a little distracted in the last 15 seconds, I'll admit. So we can break this live on air because I just found out. Cam Akers is out next week. <laughs> well, that stinks. That's our guy right there, man. Yeah. That's our late season guy. We said he was going to be our MVP. Yep. Yep. We did. We did. Oh, that is not good. Uh, so, so your options there, I mean, look, it's good on the waiver wire because uh, uh, Henderson and uh, Malcolm Brown are not highly owned. What are you doing with that situation? I'm going to defer to you more because you're, you're the big Rams guy. Sure. Uh, gut feeling. I'm going to go Henderson. I feel like um, they were going to give Brown the, the, the shot. They, he had his shot earlier in the season. Henderson's younger. I, I, I would lean Henderson. Yeah. So what I liked about Cam Akers was he was kind of a combination between yeah. Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown is very fundamentally sound. He's a little slower, but he'll fight for extra yards. He's a better goal line back. Daryl Henderson is more of a one-cut speedster, right? 
Malcolm Brown's a better pass blocker. Uh, Daryl Henderson, you know, get him out in space type type of guy. But I would I would roll with Daryl Henderson. Uh, now, would I start him this week? This Seahawks defense is the single most improved defense I've seen in a single season in five years. Uh, Jamal Adams shuts everything down from the safety spot. I don't know. I don't know if I can not start him. Not worth it. Scoop him though. Scoop him. Scoop him the block, but uh, I don't. I don't really. I like Acres. The other ones don't do it for me. Yeah. 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 Um, how about Greg Ward? Now that he's got a proper quarterback throwing to him. Oh God. The number one player in fantasy football this week, I might add, who was also the number one ad of last week by. Truly. Interesting. I was going to ask you about him next uh, on the heels of Greg Ward. So look, Greg Ward is somebody that I touted earlier in the season as a PPR guy when all the Eagles went down uh, to injuries. But uh, I know he has like three touchdowns in the past two weeks, but it's only on six catches. It's not like he's peppering, Hertz is peppering Greg Ward with targets. He is a favorite receiver within the red zone. Am I, start, am I, am I starting him? No. Am I picking him up in a non-PPR league? Yes. Am I picking up in PPR? No. Now I will throw Jalen Hurts back to you. <laughs> you know how we try not to have guys be number one in our waiver wire thing two weeks in a row? Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts is my number one again. Dude, and, and, and it's not necessarily because of the way he balled out this weekend which I could tell you he threw for 338 yards and three touchdowns and rushed for another touchdown and added another 63 yards on the ground and didn't turn it over against the most excellent, excellent New Orleans defense. Mm -hmm. In fact, I said last week, scoop him. Don't necessarily start him unless you have to. It's because of the week 16 matchup against the Cowboys. It's week 16. Now he gets the Cowboys. Do not be fooled by the mirage that was this week with the Cowboys defense. That they were the number one defense. Do not be fooled by that. They were gifted two early turnovers. They were gifted a return for a touchdown on an onside kick of all things, Paul. Jalen Hurts is a speedster quarterback. The worst defensive performances of the year by the Cowboys were Kyler Murray, and Lamar Jackson, speedster quarterbacks, he's going to feast. If you picked him up, start him. If you haven't already done so, pick him up and start him. Uh, look, I, I'm a humble enough man to admit when I'm wrong, and I'm even more humble to actually admit when you're right and I'm wrong. <laughs> and you were right. <laughs> it feels so good. And I'll, I'll leave it at that and let you have your moment in the sun. Ask me my next guy. <laughs> Um, okay, how about ooh, how about Salvin Ahmed? Yeah, so we got to see uh, Miles Gaskin was on COVID last week. Miles Gaskin is the clear-cut starter, but when Salvin Ahmed comes uh, – when, when Gaskin misses time, Salvin Ahmed uh, becomes the bell cow back. Uh, I am picking him up, and then I am monitoring – uh, monitoring the status. He gets the Raiders, who are an okay run defense. Uh, the, the, the Dolphins are a, a ball control offense. So I would 
highly consider starting Salvin Ahmed there. The other player I want to comment on while we're here is Lynn Bowden, who has now spent the last three or four weeks playing a hybrid role in the backfield in the slot and has running back wide receiver uh, eligibility. If you're in deeper leagues, Lynn Bowden is absolutely worth a pickup. If you're in PPR, he's worth a pickup. I don't know if I'm starting him, but at least you preserve those options. All right, man, here's someone we had on our waiver list uh, last week. I think he was my number one, Logan Thomas. Yeah, Paul, great, great find, dude. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you, you pulled 15 targets out of nowhere. Guy nobody's heard of, and all of a sudden, bang, 15 targets. Um, listen, he's not going to get that every week, but I like him, dude. Um, whether it's Alex Smith or whether it's Dwayne Haskins, we don't know who it's going to be. Haskins likes throwing to him, and Alex Smith is smart. So he's going to keep getting targets. I say if you haven't scooped him, scoop him. And here, here's, a really, here's what's really impressive about it, Paul, or what I really like. He gets Carolina this week, and Carolina is actually ranked 26th against tight ends. Yeah, since, since Keekley's left, they don't have anybody that can cover a tight end. Yeah. Here, here's one for you, one of, one of my personal favorites. Patrick Mahomes' fitness consigliere, Mecole Hardman. <laughs> so I have a prediction. And I'm not saying pick him up. I'm not saying start him in fantasy. But I feel like he's going to have like four catches for 100 yards and two touchdowns. And he's going to be like 3,500 super cheap on DFS, that's going to be – you're going to see Nicole Hardman on my list this week of, like, sleeper value guys to go. I'm not willing to take the risk and put it out there for your championship game, but he's going in my daily fantasy lineups this week against the Falcons. I will because <laughs> I have this vibe. It's funny you say this because I have him number four. Oh, do um, you? I do. Dude, so he's had five targets in two of the last four games. I mean, that's not terribly impressive, but he's a guy that with one target can give you a week's worth of production. He yeah. had one sixty yard touchdown, and that's a week's worth of production. Yeah, um, and, and by the way, he he dropped two others. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he gets three forty yard passes a week. Like like whether he catches them or not is beyond us, but yeah. he gets the shots. Listen, dude, it's, it's not only the vibe, it's the matchup. Atlanta. Atlanta. They can be gotten. They're going to put all their focus on Tyreek Hill. He's going to be wide open. He's going to catch a bomb this week. I just I feel it in my bones, man. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. So there's another situation happening here. Um, James Robinson has been awesome this year, but like the Jaguar car, it's breaking down, <laughs> as Jaguar cars always do. Paul, what are we doing about Jaguars running backs this week? Yeah, so first of all, just James Robinson, I just think this is kind of funny. He's like the least marketable player of all time. Like, he's just quietly been the fourth best running back in the NFL in fantasy. Um, but I, I'm picking up uh, – I don't know if it's Devin or Divine Ozigbo. 
Uh, am I starting him? No. But I'm picking him up just to block somebody else because we've seen what Jaguars running backs have done, whether it's Fournette or whether it's been James Robinson in that offense. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Great name, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've been really good at one last thing that I want to go over, which is figuring out which defenses to stream. And we've seen it every year in fantasy football in the playoffs. Uh, you may have had a really good defense that's carried you to this point, but they've got a bad matchup and you've got to stream somebody else. Who are you looking to scoop off the waiver wire and stream this weekend? Well, Paul, this is another tough week because, again, a lot of the snud defenses are playing bad offenses. So, you know, it's going to be tough pickings off the wires. But here's a couple couple of defenses here. These are all under 50% owned, so you have a good shot to get them. Arizona, they get the Niners this week. Uh, I don't think Mysteriopoulos is going to get back. They were threatening that Kittle could be back, but with this loss, I think they're both out. Mostert, we don't know what's happening. And Arizona's a speedy defense. They might be able to make something happen. Um, Panthers, if Haskins is under center again against Washington, even though we just marked out for Logan Thomas, that's not a terrible choice and same thing uh Washington against Carolina we don't know what the deal is with McCaffrey but if he's out again I feel really good about Washington and if you're really 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 desperate Paul really desperate the Chargers because Drew Locke stinks and I can't think of another reason why that was the only other (laughs) other one I was going to add yeah Uh, Drew Locke's put up some decent points like of late but uh, he's prone for two. He's good for two to three turnovers every single week. So he's a, he's a good one to to attack. Last plug before uh, we leave you here, uh, which is that little cheat code. Joe Mixon is coming is likely to come back this week. Mm. He's like eighty percent owned, but somebody might have dropped him, thinking he was gone for the whole year. Just check your waiver wire real quick, see if he's there. Yeah, that's a great take, Paul. So obviously waiver wire is super important uh, as you're in the playoffs and especially now that you're in the finals. Don't forget to add people just to block your opponent. Very important last week's strategy. And uh, we didn't do a lot of start sit today for, for the big time guys. You know, I know we have a lot of decisions to make, whether it's Salvan Ahmed, whether or not he's starting over Gaskin, uh, whether or not to start him over a Wayne Gallman or something like that. But that's for you guys to hit us up. DM us in the comments. We can get very specific and customized for your team. But lastly, 12 o'clock noon Eastern time, we, of course, will be uh, on Instagram Live to answer all of your start sit questions. We are here to help. We have a lot of our listeners that have told us they're in the, they've made the finals. Congratulations. We want to help you win, all right? At FCK Podcast on Twitter on Instagram, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or watching us on YouTube. And also uh... – Definitely make sure you stay tuned for our DFS lineup of the week on Instagram because Paul is so hot, you will win money. If you don't watch us, you're, you're, you're going to lose out on money. That's, that's all I'm going to say with that. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Good luck this week, guys.